Welcome in to the pod. It is time. Is it like a podcast or a recording now? What do we call it now? I have no idea. I guess whatever works. All right. Welcome in. It's time to break down what happened in week one. Um, There's so many places where we could begin, but how about we start out with Thursday night where it all began. We had the Lions. Who guessed that? Nobody. Beating the Chiefs 21 to 20. Um, I did not guess that. Thoughts on your worries with the Chiefs without Kelsey? Does this game matter for them, or are they fine once Kelsey's back? I will tell you this. The Chiefs need to lock it in. Uh, they need to go out there, and they need to trade for Mike Evans. Uh, the Lions? There's a bunch of – no, the Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs are nothing without Travis Kelsey. It, I mean, it proves it right there, you know. You had Kinter- – I can't talk today. Uh, Darius Tony, who had literally one fantasy point. Well, yeah, their whole receiving core was just garbage. Rasheed Rice, who I actually have as like a deep bench guy on one of my fantasy teams, he posted the best stats for a wide receiver, but who knows who he is? Nobody. So they, their Kelsey are bust. Uh, latest, so we're here Thursday evening. He's questionable to go. For the Chiefs here in week two. If he doesn't go, it's another game of like, I don't know. I think they play the Jaguars, so you got to. Lawrence is way better than. Eh, eh. Are the Jaguars better than the Lions? You know, it will really depend and come down to how the offensive play. Because as we saw last week, the Lions defense is top tier, and they should be. A pretty solid team. Um, it just really comes down to how Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars can do it. Hopefully, the Jaguars can pull it off because I've got Travis Etienne in one of my fantasy leagues. So it would be really, really cool if they could get something going on the offense. But I just really don't see that happening with the amazing strength that the Lions defense has. Yeah, I'm hoping Kelsey's back because I just made a trade uh, for Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk from the Jags. So I basically I want the Chiefs to be putting up tons of stats and points, and the Jaguars will have to keep pass, pass, pass to keep up. And then, obviously, Jaguars receivers will be more involved. How do you feel? Okay, so I traded away Gabe Davis to get Christian Kirk. Both players yep. had garbage week ones. They're both the number twos for their team. You know, Gabe Davis is behind Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. Christian Kirk is behind Ridley. In Jacksonville, how do you feel? Um, in this situation, I'd probably pick Christian Kirk over Gabe Davis because I feel like Calvin Ridley is more of a deep threat target than Stefan Diggs is right now, especially since Stefan Diggs is going through his uh, current CTE uh, Antonio Dude. Brown phase. And That's... I just really don't see the potential there for a double team. Uh, whereas yeah, with oh, Calvin crazy. Ridley, Calvin Ridley with the Jaguars, uh, they're going to be double teaming them all day long. So that's going to leave a lot more opportunity for Christian Kirk to come in and do some work under the scenes. I think he's a solid number two wide receiver. Yeah. Cause I think Gabe Davis is more boom bust. He's going to have that huge ADR touchdown, but he could bust Christian Kirk, I think is a little safer. So that's why I went with that. Okay. So, so Christian, doing, Christian that, Kirk, I've got one more thing to add. So Christian yeah. Kirk, he's a solid. He's going to get you 60 yards and a touchdown, where Gabe Davis is going to get you 100 yards and maybe no touchdown. So 
obviously yep. we want to get those cutties. Yeah, so we're doing this recording right at the beginning. Actually, we're early second quarter of the Thursday night game between the Eagles and the Vikings. So we locked in our picks between uh, ourselves before the game. So you went with the Vikings. I got the Eagles at minus six. Just FYI, as we continue to watch this game live as we record. Um, let's get into the Sunday games here. Uh, in the noon slate, we had the Falcons taking care of business over the Panthers. Okay, let's pull up the old box score there. One thing I didn't like about this, if you own Bijan Robinson in your fantasy league, is he wasn't as involved as I thought he was going to be. Algier got a lot of work. Now, it might just be a rookie thing, but it makes you concerned because you took him in your first round. Sorry, my fantasy app is going off right now. Uh, the Vikings, I guess, just ended up in the red zone, and my phone just started just exploding with notifications. Parkinson with a big catch. Sweet. I have him on my fantasy team. So this game was tied going into the fourth quarter, and that's when the Falcons put it on ice, scoring a couple of tuds. Putting it away, um, fantasy-wise, there isn't a lot to take from this game other than, like, Falcons wide um, receivers. I'm scared. Falcons wide receivers. Yeah, so I had Drake London in at my flex last week, and he was projected maybe 11, 12 points, and I was like, heck yeah, that's totally going to be a super safe flex option. Um, I was, I couldn't have been more wrong in my life. I got, he got me a grand total of zero points, and if he would have scored... 10 points, I would have won my fantasy matchup last week. Dang. Like, that sucks. Like, this was a game of rookie quarterbacks. You got, what, Ritter and Young going at it, so... I also maybe... had Young in... I also had Young in my fantasy, and that was also a mistake, so... Yeah, he did not sure. look great. Granted, you know, rookie, we're early. Ooh, Jefferson down to the four. Vikings really knocking at the door. Um, I don't really want to dwell on this game too much. Oh, let's see here. Not used to using this iPad. All right. Cousins rolls up. Let's go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, great. Yeah, let's go. Vikes up six to three. The Hawk. Buddy. All right. Why can't I find it? Okay, here we go. Week one. We got the Browns taking down the Bengals 24-3. This probably was the biggest what just happened game out of the week. Joey Burrow decided to forget how to play football, or was it just the rain? Maybe it was the rain? Eh? So I think what happened was Joey Burrow was like, you know what? I got my money. I don't need to try anymore. Ooh. Barely made oh. that. Wow. I thought he shanked that extra point. I thought for sure he missed that. That was ugly. Um, um, I think Joey Burrow secured the bag, and he's like, you know what? It's it's just the Browns. Who cares? It's week one. Um, I think we will see a repeat, though, next week. For sure. Well, they play the Ravens. That's a huge division matchup, so I would hope... 
hope to get back on track. I have T. Higgins as my wide receiver one in one of my leagues. He posted a big old zero for me. Look, I don't know. Somehow I won that week in fantasy with having a zero for my wide receiver one. Not really sure how that works. Uh, but let's keep moving along. Jaguars beat the Colts 31-21. to Um, I don't know. Lawrence looked okay. I think he's got a lot of room still to improve. We had the rookie, Anthony Richardson, throwing the pigskin around for the Colts. I think... Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Anthony Richardson, 24 for 37, one touchdown, one interception, and 223 yards passing. That was impressive with his first start in the NFL. Um, He needs to learn how to play in the NFL, though, because he can't be taking big shots like he did there at the end. Oh, That was just absolutely brutal and unnecessary. Down inside the five, that one, not a good hit as you're a rookie. Like, no, stay healthy, stay on the field. Um, Next game, Buccaneers beating your Vikings. We were watching this one together. That was a bizarre game. I didn't feel like the Buccaneers played very well. And I guess you guys didn't either. Just weren't able to extend the lead, kept them in the game. They hung around, hung around, and then ball game. So the biggest mistakes there for the Vikings were those three turnovers. Uh, Kirk Cousins threw that one interception in the end zone, and he was talking about that after the game, saying, hey, I feel like I was really pushing it on that one, and I probably shouldn't have taken that risk. But his head coach had his back on that one. and was like, hey, I need Cousins to take those risks just a little bit sooner but I need him to take those risks because Kirk Cousins, his entire career has always been the three yard check down kind of guy. So it gives me a little bit of a glimmer of hope when I see, uh, when I see cousins being willing to throw those balls in tight windows, because once he's able to do that with the perfect timing, the Vikings will be a really good team. But until then, I guess we have to sit and wait for our knight in shining armor to come along. Well, I mean, the game going on right now is a huge Huge test for them going against a top-tier contender in the Eagles. Next game up, Titans fall to the Saints 16-15. to um, I saw some some article about how, like, oh, Derek Carr has restarted his career. Like, he didn't play great. Titans blew that game. There was a terrible—I just saw a report on this. I didn't watch it, but there, I guess there was a terrible blown call by the refs that pretty much gave the game to the to the Saints at the end. Not sure how it went down. I should have looked into that. But, I don't know. Tannehill had probably one of the worst games a quarterback could have. I had uh, Chigakonkwo as my tight end. He missed him wide open for a touchdown. Gotta love getting a zero from your tight end. But, what are you going to do? Um, it's nice to see Derek Carr kind of start to maybe pull together. Maybe New Orleans is that breath of fresh air that he's needed for the past five years, I think, he's been in. Yeah, I think so. Um, I know Alave, the rookie wide receiver, got banged up. We'll have to see how he's looking upcoming here for week two. Alave's not a rookie. Oh, yeah, he's year two now. He's year year two. Because he was a big uh, draft person. Like, everybody was hyping him up. Um, 49ers destroy the Steelers 30-7. to So, is this positive for the 49ers or negative for the Steelers here? You know, I think it's I think it's both. Uh, 49ers defense played lights out. They got me 18 fantasy points. Uh, I was not disappointed by that at all. Also, Brock Purdy 
after that game, I had to go pick him up off the waiver wire. Uh, Cause I mean, obviously he can do a lot. He did a lot. I think he got 22, 23 points last week. He's the perfect so, game manager. If you want a consistent quarterback who's going to get you 20 points or more, or maybe just a little bit less, Brock Purdy is your guy. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be, he's not going to be your Lamar Jackson, but he will definitely make you plays. On the Steelers side, Deontay Johnson went down with an injury. He's going to be out up to four weeks with that. Not good. I would say that, um, what's their Pickens? George Pickens. One of the Pickett and Pickens. One's the QB, one's the wide receiver. Wide receiver is going to get a lot of work with Deontay out. Um, still, with him throwing the ball, not going to be good receptions. Might stay away from that for fantasy. Uh, Commanders take down the Cardinals 20-16. to 16. Um, Cardinals are Man, terrible. Commanders defense, I heard, had the best uh, pass defense okay. in the league last week. I guess you can make any defense look good when you're going up against Joshua Dobbs, quarterback for the Cardinals. Um, super average. Who did, they, who did they even have over for weapons over there, like wide receiver wise? They have Hollywood Brown. I have okay. I was busy, like I was kind of like drafting as I was hanging out with friends, and I drafted Hollywood Brown because he was like the top ADP guy at the time. And I'm like afterwards, I'm like, why did I just draft a Cardinals wide receiver? That's the dumbest thing ever. Ravens beat the Texans twenty five to nine. I don't really want to dwell on this game much. The Ravens were a way better team coming in. They pretty much stomped their foot down on the Texans. They were only able to put up three field goals. Just couldn't move the ball really at all. Jackson had an okay game. Oh, actually, Dobbs. Dobbs, or um, Dobbins, getting uh, the ACL out for the year. Got to feel bad for that kid because I think this is his second one. J.K. Sobbins, uh, can he stay healthy? Will he come back from this injury? And will he be able to actually stay on a team now that he's been hurt twice, like major injuries. You feel bad from him, like financially wise, because this was his. This was the last year on his rookie contract. So then after that, he gets his big money because like rookie contracts are not a lot of money. So if he showed out this year, oh my gosh, he was going to get a huge bag. And now second Achilles, coming back from your first Achilles, a lot of times you're not the same player. Wait, was coming his first second, injury? He might never Achilles? be a starter again, huh? Was his first injury in Achilles, too? Maybe it was ACL. I could have sworn was, that was Achilles. It was something major like that. I know that. Yeah, so just a lot of leg, like, definitely leg leg injuries that it's going to be an uphill climb for him to come back, maybe not even next season, maybe late next season. Ooh, nice little spin move there by the Scotty. Um, Packers beat the Bears 38-20. to As a Packers fan coming into this, I was really expecting anything. Anything could happen. The oh, the Bears were talking so much crap online. I was like, all right, let's relax. They were expecting me way better. They weren't. Packers looked good. I'm not going to say great at all. They looked good, consistent. Didn't make that huge mistake. I like where I'm at as a Packers fan. So have you seen those um, trash cans with wheels? Yeah. So that's basically all that Justin Fields is, is a trash can with wheels. He can move. He can't throw. Dude, in that's my really most, the only thing, the only reason most, why Justin Fields got drafted was because he can run. That's it. In my most important fantasy league, I drafted him too. Not pumped about that. Mm. 
I do have Cousins as a backup, but I mean Fields has the upside because he can rush. But if you're not running, there ain't no upside there. Yeah. Um, Raiders. Oh, about that game. Oh, also, our top receiver Watson wasn't even in, so there's more upside for the Packers if we can get back. Uh, Aaron Jones has a hamstring. Monitor that. Raiders beat the Broncos by one seventeen to sixteen. Sean Payton starts at zero and one. So, here's a question: Um, how many touchdown passes did Russell Wilson throw? I can't find the here it is. They scored seven, six, seven, zero, and three by quarters. So probably so he's he threw two touchdown passes. Oh, he must have missed a two tutties. Okay, so so as far as like pace, that's good compared to last year. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like this year, he's on record. He's on pace to get at least fourteen touchdown passes. Oh yeah. All right. Eagles beat the Patriots twenty-five to twenty. Um, Hurts didn't play great. I felt like the Patriots schemed him up pretty well, gave themselves a chance at the end of that game, but couldn't pull it off. Even as a Patriots fan, losing this game, you played a really good team tight and had a chance to win. So how can you complain about that? Any big things to add on that game or we keep rolling this thing? Uh, I keep rolling this thing. I Okay. I would say the most, oh, oh. Well, first down action there. I would say the most entertaining game of week one was the Dolphins and the Chargers, 36-34. to 34. Add that up. That's 70 points, a lot of them. And Tua, Tonga Viola, looked amazing. 466 yards. That has to be some record. That hasn't been broken in a while for yardage by a week one QB. I don't know. Well, honestly, think, it can't be that hard to break that with Tyreek Hill, who can just run go routes all day, and no one can stop him. Yeah, and then Waddle is a number two wide receiver. Like, uh, there's half the teams in the league that would want Waddle as their one, and you get him at your two. Yeah. As long as Tua can stay healthy, that's his thing. He's had the concussions. You you guys remember last year's the whole thing. If he can stay healthy, Miami could be a problem over there in the AFC. East, Rams take down the Seahawks 30-13. to I was pretty surprised by this. There's a lot of positive expectations around the Seahawks. Another year of Kenneth Walker at the running game. They drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, Metcalf, like, I, I don't know. Was the Geno last year just a flash in the pan and he's now back to what he was last week? I, I think it could be trending that way. Geno Smith has never really been that solid of a quarterback. I know he was over in New York for a while, and then after that, I did he end up in Seattle right away after that, or did he bounce around from a couple of teams? That would be um, my guess, New York to over there. Yeah, so I don't know. It would be an interesting one to watch for sure, but yeah, we'll just have yeah. to wait how the season plays out. I'm actually surprised by the Rams because they were supposed to be just – terrible this year but even like with Cooper Cup out like their only player you think about their roster he's their only guy please rush this in yourself uh Jalen Hurts oh yeah they're gonna do the push come on do the push oh he got in right Mm. yeah he did please bad podcasting but come on come on nope anywho's but yeah I think 
Puka Nakua, um, wide receiver, got 10 timeouts. Or they just call it timeouts. Of course, they say that. He got, 10 timeouts. Uh, he got him himself got 10 timeouts. That's how good he was. I think he got like 10 catches on 15 targets, 119 yards. Like, as a rookie, you got to love that. Fantasy rosters, go look around for him. He's probably scooped up now off of waivers that ran yesterday, but give it a look. Cowboys, Sunday night, absolutely blanked the Giants by a big old score of 40 to nothing. So I saw this picture today. Uh, it broke down uh, all the teams who have scored a touchdown in the NFL so far, and it went through all, like the Vikings, Packers, uh, Eagles, Patriots. Etc. And the only team that hasn't scored a single point in the NFL so far is the Giants. I mean, just because of that big fat zero right there. But yeah, I mean that's kind of crazy to think about. Like you think Cowboys' offense has touchdowns and their defense has touchdowns, and can't say the same thing about the Giants. Um, Boy, I felt like there was something I want to add on that. Blanking me now, but oh, the fantasy aspect. So one person in our league had a 35 point lead, and all he had to do was go against the Cowboys defense. So I'm sure he went to bed. He's like, I'm up 35, whatever. Cowboys defense scores a quick 40 spot, <laughs> and he loses. Like that had to have been the worst Monday morning wake up. Like. Monday morning, you're starting your week, and then, oh, you also just lost to a defense that scored 40. Giants played awful. Can they bounce back this week? We shall see. And then, week one, capper, Monday night. By now, you guys know the storyline. Aaron Rodgers, I just sport a little bit of a 1-2 action here on my shoulder. He rocks the 8 now, or I should say he did rock the 8. So, so four snaps. He goes... So, five snaps, if you count his... No, it was five snaps if you count his Achilles tendon. Ooh. Dude, that's that's cold, bro. That's cold. Boy, I mean, that, I that was replay. watching that game, and I still, as a Vikings fan, enjoy seeing Rodgers get hurt. Which, now I feel bad because he's out for the season, but... In the moment, I was like, well, just same old Rodgers, constantly getting hurt. Uh, so, I was hoping that he would play the whole year and they would still miss the playoffs and then I could make fun of them because everybody was hyping them to go all the way, blah, 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 blah. And now that they are, you know, eliminated already, it's kind of like I can't make fun of them anymore because it's not Rodgers anymore. So, that kind of sucks, but... I guess he's going to come back next year. We'll see. But not what you want to see as a Jets fan. All the hype in the offseason. A little bit comical. A little bit comical. Okay, that does it for week one. How did we do in week one? Well, not good is the answer. I had uh, six games right out of the 16 games, so that's not a good percentage. You had five right, putting me up. A clean $100, but then in the, it's time to do a week one, Justin Jefferson, you had over 116 and a half. He might have had that at halftime. And then... So he actually did have that at halftime. Uh, he only got 20 yards receiving in the second half. 
Yeah, I think he had like 150-something total. But the uh, capper on Monday night, Aaron Rodgers, one or 240.5. You picked the under. I didn't even have to look that one up. He had a clean zero. Zach wins that. So as far as dollars-wise, we are squared away after one. Okay. I saw this on the news today. Um, I was... I told you I'm going to create just a little impromptu segment here. Let me pull up the link here. Ooh. All right. We're going to call this segment Gone But Never Forgotten. Ooh. I'm liking where last, this is going. Last season, there was a certain consequence for the loser of our season-long pickups. You probably already remember that. Uh-oh, if Steven you had forgotten, idea. If you had forgotten, it was the one-chip challenge was the consequence, which I unfortunately lost and had to participate in. It was not good. It was not fun. It was very painful. And I kind of thought about... Wishing for death for a second. So, speaking of death and the One Chip Challenge, on September 1st, 2023, a 14-year-old died after doing the One Chip Challenge, and now they are pulling all the chips off the shelves, and it will no longer be a thing. So I just want to say, we do some deadly stunts on this show. Do not try this stuff at home. And yes, the One Chip is gone, but never forgotten. (sighs) That's that's a rough one, dude. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was just scrolling. I was like, uh, "Okay." I remember seeing that now when you were telling me earlier. I remember seeing that happen, and I was like, oh, "I got to go to the store and buy all the one chips so I can just sell contraband snacks." You know, I guarantee people are doing that, just scooping up every single one they see. I think like ten bucks a piece, just scooping them oh, all yeah. up, and then, dude, resell for like. 10x at least. Crazy stuff. I just had to throw that in there. Thought it was absolutely hilarious. But let's get back to it. We got to pick. We said we were going to wait, see the week one uh, results, and then pick our division winners. So I think we got to get into that now. So let's pull up standings here. We got the AFC East will be our first division pickums here. Um, we got two one and zero teams: the Jets, the Dolphins. Two zero and one teams: the Bills and the Patriots. Um, what are your what are your first thoughts here on the AFC East? So this one's tough. Um. My with my my guts telling me to go with the Jets, and I totally would have gone with the Jets before Aaron Rodgers. Aren't you glad we waited a week? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know the crazy thing is is that Aaron Rodgers was in three more plays than Abraham Lincoln was. Uh, oh, but um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um. Oh. 
that that was Zach Wilson under center. I do, I do believe that uh, the Miami Dolphins could be a real contender for this AFC East. Dude, that one got treated good. No. Okay. That terrible joke was based off of an injury. I'm going to base my prediction off of health. I think Tua Tungvalu stays healthy. I think the Dolphins go on a run. And I think they win the AFC East. Give me Miami. Ooh. So we both go with Miami here. Yes, sir. All right, moving down to the AFC North. Cleveland and Baltimore at 1-0. Cincinnati and Pittsburgh at 0-1. Deshaun Watson, I think he's close to being back to his Houston form. They, I know they can play better. He had some bad plays. They still destroyed the Bengals. It was a weather game, but hey, they both had to play the weather. I like the Cleveland Brownies. Give me the Browns. So I really love um, what Deshaun Watson's doing over in Cleveland. He's really investing in the community. Uh, I saw an article the other day saying that he did open, I think it was four or five massage parlors just around the town. Um, so I really love what he's doing over there in Cleveland, really giving back to the community. Um It'll be nice. It's nice to see someone giving Cleveland a helping hand. Um, but so I'm, but I'm still gonna have to go with the Cincinnati Bengals here. Uh, this AFC North is a little bit weak. I think it would be a toss-up between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow though is going to come out on top. So give me the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, AFC South. We have one team that is undefeated, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the rest of the teams 0-1, the Colts, the Texans, and the Titans. Ooh, uh, right up. Give me the Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, Anthony Richardson, he's looking pretty impressive, but he's still got a lot to learn. And I just really don't think it's going to come together that well for him. I think they'll finish 8-9 on the season. Uh, but they're not going to be able to do it to claim that title. So give yep, me the Jacksonville I, Jaguars. Yep, I'm right there with you. The other three are just kind of a coin toss for second, third, fourth. Jaguars, clearly the best talent. They win. AFC West. We also have one team that's undefeated, the Raiders. The rest of the team's 0-1. The Chargers, the Broncos, and the lowly Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, the Kansas City Chiefs are really at the bottom there, aren't they? Last place. I, boy. So, the easy pick is the Chiefs here. They've played terrible. Chiefs, Chiefs is the Chiefs. My risky pick would be the Chargers here. They seem like they got the talent. Every year they can't quite put it together. Staley gets a lot of crap for, like, being the coach there and overthinking. He's all like the analytics and stuff, overcomplicating stuff, and then it not working. So that's more risky. Broncos, Raiders, no chance. But I'm going to take the Chargers. Give me them. Uh, give me these uh, Kansas City Chiefs here. Uh, they've just been dominant ever since Patrick Mahomes 
became a starter over there, and they've really showed no signs of slowing down. If Travis Kelsey can stay healthy and they can trade for a decent wide receiver, they are going to do amazing things this year. So give me the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, down to the NFC we go. Three teams at 1-0, the Dallas Cowboys, the Commanders, the Eagles, one 0-1 team that hasn't scored a point, the Giants. I'm not going to take too much time here. Okay, I was going to say the it's Cowboys-Eagles right now for me. Complete toss-up. Cowboys dominated. Like They looked so strong, but I don't like to trust Dak Prescott because he turns into Dak in the biggest moments. But we're talking regular season. He chokes the playoffs. We're talking regular season. Give me the Cowboys. Um, you know what? I really want to say the Washington Commanders. And then I just think of Sam Howell. And I just really... Even by himself after her L's. I just really don't see them getting it done, though. So give me the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Um, NFC North. Two teams, 1-0. The Packers, the Lions. Two teams, 0-1. The Bears, the Vikings. I think this, out of all the divisions, is... a coin flip of all coin flips. Every single team has made arguments of why they should win. And I think it could go either way. I I think nine and eight can win this division. Nine and eight. Definitely. Um I'm gonna be a homer. Give me the Packers. I'm gonna be a homer as well. Give me the Minnesota Vikings. Got the Jay Jettas jersey on right now. Ooh, nice little pass there for Osborne. All right, we move down to the NFC South. Three teams at 1-0. The Falcons, the Buccaneers, the Saints. One team at 0-1. The Panthers. Oh, boy, another... This, this is a... Actually, this might be the most toxic division. Yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, this is this is easily the most toss up dis- uh, division out give there. Give me the Fal- Give me the Falcons. I think Falcons. I think Bijan has more upside. They're still getting in their groove. Ugh, this, I don't know. Give me the Falcons. Ooh, I don't know. Um, all teams have shown signs of just being absolute garbage time, <laughs> but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really, really put it together last week against the Vikings. I think if Baker Mayfield can stay consistent and just not have any freakout times like he did in uh, Cleveland, I think the Buccaneers could really come out on top here. So give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. And we got the... NFC West to cap it off. Two teams, one and zero. The Rams, the 49ers, two zero and ones. We got a catch and a oh and a fumble out of bounds at the one. All right, and zero and one. Cardinals, Seahawks, 49ers all the way. Uh, ooh, dude, this one's a real toss up too. Um, give me the 49ers. Uh, yeah. We are currently on the one yard line. Did he fumble it through the end zone? Because that's turnover touchback at the 20, if that's the case. Oh, dude, he did. He fumbled it through the end zone. That's turnover. 
it clearly went over the end zone. Did it, though? Show me an above angle. Yeah, they have to have a camera that's directly above. Yeah, it's there close. it is. Uh, I think so. I think so. All right, terrible audio here, but Jeff, Justin Jefferson caught a big deep pass. He dove for the end zone, fumbled the ball. If you fumble the ball through the end zone, it's a turnover. Other team at the 20. So that's what's under review right now. Dude, right. if he did that. that would does suck. he get points for the catch, though? Or reception, but negative points for fumble, usually. I think it's like negative one or two. Um, 100 bucks per team we picked right there? Yes. All right. Add it to the stash at the end. We're going to timeout. So that must be a long review. All right. Week two picks is up. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, Zach took the Vikings at plus six. Currently, he has got that one. I got the Eagles at minus six. Let's get to week two. Schedule. Wait, how does this not show the over-under? Um, okay, here we go. Alright, so. Vikings. Should have wrote these all down before. Whoops. Vikings and Eagles. Alright, second game I on the, the Vikings. What's up? I do believe the Vikings really receive second half uh, kickoff. Okay. Okay, we got the Packers and the Falcons. Pa- Atlanta minus one and a half. I'm not even going to think about this one. I think the Packers improve on what they had last week. Although the Jones thing is sketchy. Jones might be out, which would totally change everything. Give me the Packers, though. Uh, yeah, give me the Packers as well. Alrighty. Raiders and Bills. Bills minus eight and a half. Ooh. Um, if you have any, like, fantasy thoughts on these games, feel free to hop in. Um, fantasy thoughts on this, uh, Packers-Falcons game. If you have Drake London, bench him right now, uh... The Carolina Panthers, if the Carolina Panthers could slow them down, the Green Bay Packers are definitely going to slow them down. Dude, they just called a fumble out of bounds. Fumble out of bounds? Or out out through the end zones. Justin Jefferson was just patting his chest like, my bad, guys, my bad. Okay. Dude, talk about a wild game getting even worse. Um, Okay, Bills had a garbage first game. They bounced back. They win this game by a lot. Give me the Bills. Uh, yeah, give me the Bills as well. Uh, obvious starts on your fantasy team. Stefan Diggs. Uh, James Cook. If you haven't been starting him, I think you should start starting him. Uh, last week against the Jets, he was able to... Shoot, I just had it pulled up. He's a solid wide receiver, too, or running back, too, I think, this week. Oh, 100%. Um Dude, what is going on? 
There we go. All right. Uh, James. James Cook, last week. 15 points against the Jets defense. So I think that is pretty good. Uh, definitely start him against the Raiders. Yeah, I could see that working out quite well. Raiders, not a tough matchup in my book, so. Um, just jot down a few things. We got the Ravens and the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals at minus three. Thoughts there? Uh, this one will definitely be a close one. They are playing in Cincinnati, Ohio. So the Bengals will definitely have home field advantage. It is supposed to be sunny out and 72. So I really don't think that rain will be a major issue here. So I think that will definitely be a game to look forward to. Uh, give me the Bengals at that one. Bengals at minus three for Zach. Let's mix it up here a little bit. Give me the... I, I think Burrow and the Bengals are going to be a huge bounce back game here. Mm, Ravens without their starting running back. If Andrews is back, I like it. Otherwise, no. We'll find some other ones later down. Give me the Bengals. Ooh, there you go. Seahawks, Lions. Lions minus four and a half. This is in... Uh, Lions, Lions. Seahawks did not look good last week. Uh, give me the Lions at minus four and a half. Mm. Bounce back. Give me the Seahawks. Ooh. Yeah. Smith versus Jared Goff. That's right. Chargers minus three against the Titans. This is at Tennessee. Um, Give me the Chargers all day, every day on this one. Yeah, I'm surprised this is this close. I would expect this to be like a six or seven point spread. So that's pretty easy. Bears, Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus two and a half. Ooh, I like the... They are playing Ooh. in Tampa. Yeah, that that's where the points are coming from. Um, a little bit of a fantasy brain speaking here, but I got Fields. He's got to bounce back. Uh, DJ Moore, they just traded for him for their wide receiver one. He played like garbage. They got to bounce back. Give me the points. Give me the Bears. Ooh, give me, I got to take the Buccaneers on this one. All right. I like a little bit of an opposite action. Zach with the Bucks Chiefs at the Jaguars. Ooh. And that is a minus three and a half for the Chiefs. So this will be the first time these teams have seen each other since the playoffs last year. Uh the Jaguars are definitely going to be hungry again or hungry for a win against the Patrick Mahomes led Chiefs. Possibly the Kelsey less led Chiefs. Or yes, the Travis Kelsey less Chiefs. A huge injury to- So 
it really, really depends on where Kelsey – if Kelsey's healthy, give me the Chiefs. But if Kelsey's not, give me the Jags all day long. I and I think I am going to go with the Jags on this one. I really like this matchup. The Jags are, were really clicking at the end of last year. Uh, Travis Etienne is going to go off for a million yards. Uh, yeah, give me the Jaguars. Hmm, I was really expecting you to go Chiefs, and I was going to slide in there with a quick Jags pick to pick up a point on you. But the Chiefs is the Chiefs. And do they want to start off 0-2? I don't think so. Give me the Chiefs. Ooh. Colts travel to the Texans. Houston, minus one. Ooh, give me... Give me the Colts in this one. Um, Anthony Richardson learned from his mistakes last week. He's like, you know what? I was a first-round draft pick. I put in all this work in my offseason. There's no way I'm going to go to Houston and lose that game. Give me the Colts. All right. Um, Texans, Colts. Texans really got smothered in their first matchup. Weren't really able to... Get the ball moving, Colts. Much easier matchup. This is in Houston, I do believe. Yes. Give me the Texans. Give me the Texans. And 49ers, Rams. 49ers. Holy crap. Timeout. 61-yard field goal here. It is good. Oh, man, oh, man. How many yards is that? 61. Holy cap. And that takes us to the half, 13-7. Philly, right at that minus six. It is currently even. Currently a push. Currently nobody has the win between us two. Uh, back to the action. Giants traveled to... That, dude, look at how close that was. I missed it. It was right there. Oh. Yeah, it was so close. Whoops, my light just died. Ha <laughs> Um, Cardinals, Giants, Giants minus four after uh, an embarrassing loss. Where's your head at here with command Cardinals? Ooh, Ooh. the garbage can Giants versus the garbage can Cardinals at home. You know what? Daniel Jones and the Giants are like, I can't believe we scored zero points last week. We can't let this happen again. Give me the Giants. Yeah, I think I have to go with you. This is a bad Cardinals defense. Giants should be able to do what they want to do. They get the dub. Uh, 49ers. Rams, I think I mentioned this and we skipped right over it. 49ers minus 7.5. I'm not thinking. I'm just taking. Give me them. Yeah, give me the 49ers as well. All right. We got four more here, and I'm running out of space on the old pad of paper. Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine. Take it away. Ooh. Uh, last week, son, Monday at 4.30, if you would have asked me this question, I would have said Jets all the way because Aaron Rodgers loves beating the Cowboys. Uh but now, with Aaron Rodgers out, I'm not so sure. The Cowboys had a magnificent defensive performance last week. Uh, 
But the Jets' defense, I don't know, man. It, this one's a toss-up, honestly. If the Cowboys' defense can hold Zach Wilson to one-yard passing, then they're going to win this game all day. But Zach Wilson has other weapons than Garrett Wilson and Alan Lazard. He's also got Brees Hall and Delvin Cook back at running back. So this, uh, this one's going to be a defensive battle, 100%, because the Jets have a solid defense, the Cowboys have a solid defense. And honestly, it's just going to come down to who makes the less mistakes in this circumstance. So it's going to come down to who throws the least amount of interceptions. Uh, I'm taking Dak Prescott on the over for throwing three interceptions. Ooh. And give me the Jets at plus nine. Okay. That is a lot of points, Zach. We'll go with the Jets. I'm going to roll with them hot. How about them Cowboys? Give me the Cows. Um, Commanders travel to the Broncos. The Broncos home three and a half point favors. Favorites, I should say. Um, Broncos got to get this right. Sean, uh, Sean Payton ain't going to go own two. Give me minus three and a half is a lot for them though. 39 point over under, so not a lot of points being scored. Hate that. Give me the Broncos. Uh, you know what? Give me the Commanders on this one. Like I said last week, they had one of the better defenses in the league. Um, Sam Howell, all he has to do is just throw a touchdown. And he proved he could do that last week. So give me the Commanders on this one. Yeah, that could definitely be a toss-up. And in the Sunday night slot, Dolphins travel to Patriots. Nice little division matchup here. Miami, the road, three-point favorites. Ooh. Give me the Dolphins on this one. Dolphins for Zach. Yep, they're too explosive. They could blow the Patriots. Well, the Patriots are good at defense, but no. Nobody's stopping Tua right now. We got two Monday night games, folks. That's kind of cool. Saints. Do we actually? Yeah. Saints travel to the Panthers. When has this happened ever? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I had to look at it twice. I'm like, ain't no way. So Saints at Panthers. Saints minus three. Um, You know what? Give me the Panthers on this one. I think they're going to bounce back stronger. Not strong, stronger than last week. Uh, I think they've got a solid chance to get it done in front of their home crowd. Division rivalry. Yeah, give me the Panthers on this one. Bryce Young is going to come out firing right out the gate. Derek Carr didn't play his greatest game. I think he improves on that, even though they got the win. He wants to be better. I think they get the win. I think they go to 2-0. Give me the Saints. And then the last game here on Monday night, the Browns travel to the Steelers, another division matchup. Wonder if all these are no, they're not all division matchups. We got a lot. Cleveland minus two and a half. I'll jump in. Give me them. Give me the Browns. Ooh, yeah, give me the Browns as well on this one. All right, that locks Browns in. Browns have a solid defense. Uh, Kenny Pickens is going to be throwing more pickens. It's not going to go well for them. No, indeed. All right, we still need to get to our dueling. Players of week two. Do you have those or should we pick them live? Um, 
I have those actually. So this week we're going to do a quarterback, a receiver, and a running back. Uh, thrown in the running back this time around. And for our quarterback, you know what? I think we should go with our young, new, hot commodity, Brock Purdy. All right. And let's start her out at 100 yards. All right. Got his name down. Okay. 100 yards. Give me that over. Give me the over on that one as well. What is his projection? I don't have it up. Uh, his... He only has a score for uh, we two forty seven. Really, I would have taken the under on yeah. that. Um, one eighty. I'll go over. Uh, let's bump it up to two hundred. Two ten. I'm over. Uh, two twenty. See, I'm worried about him just dumping it off to McCaffrey, and then he runs for eighty yards. Like it's not really a throw much, but it is for the stats. You said two twenty. Yeah. Oof, here I said under 240, but we're already getting there. 225 over. Uh, 230. I'm going under 230. I will take the over on that one. All right. 230.5. Zach is over. All right, that is the QB. Um, and for our running back, let's go with – where'd he go? Where'd he go? Come on, come back to me. 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 Uh, let's go with Brees Hall. All right. Projected 44 points. Or 44 yards. 44 yards. They could be down by a lot and needing to throw after the Cowboys score a quick 20 in the first quarter. 44 rushing yards. Mm, I'll go over still. I'll go over still. Uh, Give me the over on that one as well. 49. I'll go over. Over as well. Bumper up to 55. Over. Over. 60. Over. 70. I'm under 70. Give me the over on that one. All right. 70.5. Zach is over. He's the over guy today. We need a wide receiver. Can we pull it on that Monday night? Can we pull it on the Monday night slate? Uh, I know you probably already had him written down, written down, but what's the doer to her, buddy? Saints, Panthers, Browns, Steelers—the four options in the Monday night calendar. Um, we could go with Olave. Let's go with. Uh... Last week's hot commodity, Rashid Shahid. He's on the Saints, right? Yes. Definitely won't know how to spell his last name. Jeez. S-H-A-H-E-E-D. All right. 
Uh, what do we got? What's his uh, projection? His projection, so last week he got 89 yards uh, with five receptions and one touchdown for a grand total of 30 points in fantasy. But this week he's only projected 43.6 yards with 0.2 touchdowns. So 43, 42 and a half, whatever. 45 yards, let's start it off. Give me the over. Give me the over as well. 55 yards. I think I'm... Uh, I'm going under 55. Ooh, uh, give me the over on that one. All right, Zach's over everywhere. 55.5. Zach is over on everything. Okay, I think we did it. I think we did it as well. So... Jackpot currently sits at zeros across the board. We got a, I think we have a lot different this week, so I'm hoping to be up on you by at least 300. Give me, give me a lot of money up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm definitely coming away with the dub this week. I've just got a feeling in my bones. Yeah, so we added another layer to the mix with the division winners. Each of those valued at a quick hundo. And it should be an exciting week two in the NFL. Any comments to add, or are we signing this puppy out? I think we can sign this puppy out. All right. For Steven. I'm Zach. And until until next next time. Peace out. Peace out.